Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve at your service. We got Mike the Zamboni here as well. Stick him up, yeah. I don't know why I was Very talking funny, like that. Thank you, Steve. Yes, that's good delivery. Thanks, man. You're welcome, bro. Uh, hey, uh, you know what? Last night was a big night in the, in the world of uh, late night television. It was the final Late Late Show with James Corden. And more specifically, it was the final Late Late Show on CBS. There is no new host of that. Remember, they're doing some different kind of programming that's going to be happening there um, at 1230 on the East Coast, 1130 here. But he said goodbye. So I haven't heard this. I, I saw this video and can't hear audio, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. And I was like, Mike found four different bits that we can hear. It was this cool sketch. And I love it when this kind of thing happens. It was James Corden asleep in his room. And it's kind of like this nightmare scenario of uh, who he's greeted by in the middle of the night, which is all of the other late night talk show hosts, including a throwback one that I thought was pretty cool. So what's the first one we've got, Mike? Uh, yeah, we'll just get it going here, and you're going to hear the different voices pop in, but uh, Seth Meyers is the first to make an appearance, and James is waking up in his bed, and uh, that's where it starts. Yeah, but I need to talk to you. About what? Well, about you leaving. We're here to tell you, you can't just leave a talk show. We? James. Jimmy Kimmel, of course. The network late night mm-hmm. talk show makes you part of a very exclusive club. And if we're going to let you leave, we need to know you'll keep our sacred secrets. Also, I hope you don't mind. I barred your mouth guard. <laughs> so that's the first part of it. And it keeps rolling on. Those two chat for a while. And then. Stephen. Stephen Colbert. You're not going anywhere, are you? No, of course not. I live here. Will you stick around? We'll be right back with more. James Corden, everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Look, guys, I appreciate you all feeling passionate enough to, to break into my home, but I, I promise not to reveal any of our secrets. And then we'll fast forward one more time as we get... this decision of my life, but I am leaving. From the bathroom. <laughs> In that case, we're going to have to lay out the terms of your official exit. <laughs> what? Fallon, I had to go. First things first, you can't look like you're enjoying retirement too much. You're going to grow a beard, a huge one, one that says God spoke to me from a bush. (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, God did speak to me and he told me I don't need to be in this bit. (laughs) That's so great. And then there was one final moment at the end where they fast forward and it is a scene from the masked singer and they reveal... That Trevor Noah and James Corden are the two mass singers. That is awesome. Oh, I love that. That oh, is so really cool. Funny. What is what do we know? He's moving back to England, right? He's gonna move back to England. Just gonna do some other projects. Ray probably sheep. get back uh, into acting a little bit more, you know, sure. picking and choosing his stuff. Because, you know, those 
those talk shows, they're a grind, man. You got to put in a lot of time and and the the networks really care about those shows yeah. and it is you are expected to put in some hours. I remember Letterman in his final weeks he started to peel back the curtain a little bit and he had a camera crew that followed him around sort of for a day and it was like, man, he puts in a long day and just to get to that show each night, it is a there's a grind and then it's immediately looking ahead to the next show. Pays great for sure, but Yeah, but you're working for a, it. You're working for it. And once you got a lot of money in the bank, then it's like, would I rather have some peace in my life, just some more free time, et cetera? So, uh, but it is interesting that he is leaving at a point where his show is not struggling. He's had some headlines that have not been super flattering of him with the restaurant incident, et cetera. But still, it, people enjoy him. He's. It's not like CBS forced him out. He came to this decision on his own, yeah. which to the point of that sketch is I like that they made it all about that. I'm like, you don't just leave this. You kind of awkwardly get pushed out. You know, right, it would have been great. Right. Would have been great if they could have got Leno. Oh my that gosh. That would have been a nice yeah. last second cameo. I wonder but, why they couldn't schedule. Conan would have been great to see Conan. Yes. Too. Yes. Anyway, anyway. R.I.P. Yeah. James Corden. Show. Nope, he is alive. Show. We should all know he's alive. Yep. Show. Um, what do you think about a dodgeball sequel? Sure. Did you like the first one? Yes, I did. Well, there is a sequel in the works with Vince Vaughn set to return. No word yet if Ben Stiller, Christine Taylor, or any of the rest of the original cast will be in it. But all we know is it's going to continue the story of Vince Vaughn's character, Peter Lafleur, and his uh, average Joe's gym. I haven't I- seen that movie Probably since a year after it came out. Like, I feel like I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Probably watched it at home once or twice. But I, I, I don't even remember a ton of it. I remember um, someone throwing a wrench at one of the kids. Yes, you know? that's Rip If you can dodge this wrench, Taylor? you can dodge Rip anything, Taylor? something like that. Rip Taylor, yes. Yeah. Who I believe is... Rip Torn. Oh, Rip Torn, that's yes. it. Who I believe is Rip. He has he passed is away. Yes. He's resting in peace. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yes. Went to the and movie four times. a wrench and it just nails him. I went to that movie four times in theaters. Oh my gosh. It was my favorite really? as a kid, yes. That's okay, so you're you. excited. Are, I don't excited know if I am, though. That's the problem. I want to see Vince Vaughn in something. Yeah. yeah, I love Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, for me, let's do a quick little uh, impromptu poll. Okay. This isn't a poll, but it's a thing. Who is your favorite celebrity to hear talk? He's one of them. Very recognizable. Very high up. His 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 uh comedic delivery, just his voice, how it sounds, the timing, his cadence. I love all of it. Now we could put Morgan Freeman in there, right? I mean, he's got a very enjoyable voice. Sure. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, you could put Wanda Sykes in that. She's Absolutely. got an instantly identifiable stuff. Just sounds funny because she's saying it. Matthew McConaughey. Absolutely. Matthew McConaughey. By the way, did anybody, did his live thing happen <laughs> it, yet? It happened, yeah. Do we have any audio from I that? that we could, but We don't need it right this second, but maybe before we leave. Remind me what the live thing was. What are he we, was what, doing what, like a me? live motivational speaking engagement that was completely free for anybody who Why wanted to. Why are you to- here? 
Oh, God. No, this this is actually one that uh, Bradley's been using quite a bit lately since this happened back on Monday or Tuesday or whatever it was. But, uh, yeah, apparently it was the introduction to a, like, $400 class. Seminar, so it was yeah. all about this free Masterclass. thing. It was free. It's free. It's free. Well, the main first one was free. Now it's part of, like, a $400 subscription thing. Let to, me tell you something about yeah. that. 11-11, make a wish. That really irks me. When, okay, so I've been trying to find an app that is free for intermittent fasting. You, The app is free, but the program isn't. So every time you go, you take a survey, you answer all the questions, and then they're like, okay, you can have a seven-day trial, but after that you'll be billed $69.99 a month. And I'm like, bye. And I just get out every time. I've done this four times now. I'm like, oh, forget it. Just, you. <laughs> hey. Anna. How do you spell it? <laughs> T- didn't we say it was T-H-B-B-B-B-T? B-B-B-T? I think there has to be yeah, a P-T-H in there. <laughs> Let me ask you this. How would you spell... Oh, boy, we could do a whole thing. Oh, God, How totally. would you spell this sound? How would you spell this? Ooh. I would spell it L, P, L, L. Yeah, like there's a P, L. There's not an L in there. (laughs) I think it's a P, I think a P, 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 B. Okay, that works. Exclamation point? That works. Onomatopoeia. Thank you. Somebody get Dr. Seuss on the horn. When we come back. Oh, by the way, we're gonna um, we're not gonna get to this, but the uh, Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes that first trailer is out. It doesn't come out until Thanksgiving, but we will. If you want to take a look at it, we'll link it up for you at mytalk1071.com. Hey, uh, in lieu of a study today, do you think we could talk about this Ed Sheeran uh, trial? He took the stand yesterday, and I just I thought there were some interesting points made that I think you're gonna agree with, Steve. We've got I just like that we heard from him at the trial, like singing and playing a little bit. That's uh, fun. I know. And then there is a video that they use to demonstrate a point, and I want to see what you think of it. Okay, so we'll get to that and more when we come right back on my talk. Oh, hey guys, it's Donna for Spire Credit Union, and a message. A truly free checking account is not a thing of the past. Not at Spire, anyway. Uh, You can enjoy no monthly maintenance fees, free bill pay, e-statements, and a Spire debit card. Plus, you can even manage your finances on the go if you want. Oh, and Spire's signature Visa credit card, it earns you rewards, but also gives back a quarter percent to the community with each purchase. I love that. Spire's got 22 locations all over the place. Minneapolis, Blaine, EP, Golden Valley, Woodbury. They've been in the people helping people business since 1934. I really love their staff. They're friendly, they're experienced, and they will take care of you and make it super easy, too. Spire has been named Minnesota's best credit union by Forbes and the Star Tribune. You can visit myspire.com to learn just how simple it is is to open a free checking account. $100 minimum opening deposit required. Spire is insured by NCUA. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Uh, Mike had the announcement this morning that Ed Sheeran is going to be coming to town. He's doing like a big show and then he's doing a little show. 
And you got to get your, you got to do all that fan thing, fan certified. Just do it, Donna. Do it. You want to see him. He's going to be at the State Theater. He's doing his other previously announced stuff, U.S. Bank. He's going to be at the State Theater. How many people does the State Theater seat? Maybe three to 5,000, I'm guessing? Mm. Yeah, probably. Um, I haven't been, but I, I mean, that's a, that's a, for a global music superstar, that is a really intimate setting. Yeah, you're right. 2,200. Wow. Oh my yeah, there's no uh, way I'm getting tickets. Sing them up. Not with that uh, attitude. All right. Anyway, the reason I bring up Ed is not because of that, but because he is in the middle of a copyright infringement case in which he is being sued because his song thinking out loud is being um accused of being plagiarizing Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On, okay? So, he took the stand yesterday. He picked up a guitar and he briefly sang for the Manhattan courtroom. And he performed a little bit of what he said was the first version of thinking out loud. As he and a co-write a co-writer named Amy Wage. Don't care for that. Wage. Well, it's, well, it's how's it spelled like Wage, <laughs> like badge, but with a W. Oh, okay, let's say Wage. <laughs> okay. Um, they developed it together at his home in England, and he said, "When I write vocal melodies, it's like phonics." Um, so he started singing, singing out loud. That became thinking out loud. And while under examination from his attorney, Eileen Farkas, Sharon described the composing as quick and easy, uh, not real deep, deeply thought out during the process. And he said, you know, he heard Amy strumming the chords and he was like, wait a second, we got to do something with that. And so then he talked about the lyrics and how he just lost his grandfather and his grandmother was still alive and she had cancer. And he's just talking about how the song developed, basically. And so at some point, his attorney used a British television show. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, clip. So a clip from a British TV show that was meant to demonstrate that the same four chords could be used as a basis for an infinite number of songs listen to this this is i think this was a great play by them all the greatest hits from the past 40 years just use four chords same four chords for every song it's dead simple to write a pop hit just four yeah yeah yeah. these four here one two three four chords so let me get this straight chicken little um what you uh, fast forward a little bit here No more, no more. He's using the same four chords, not changing anything. This is the way you left me. I'm not pretending. No, 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 
These are all different songs. Isn't that amazing? goes into poker face now. Three more minutes of that. Oh, my god! It gosh. literally goes for five and a half minutes. It, yeah, I mean, they did Let It Be with or without you. Poker Face, Can You Feel the Love, uh, Take On Me by Aha, uh-huh. Torn, Under the Bridge, Fall at Your Feet. So I, I think that is going to do him some favors. In front wow. of a jury. Um, well, and I, I, that is so true. And by the way, those weren't just, as we heard, not just the same four chords. That is the same chord progression each time. Yes. So it's not yeah. like, hey, I'm going right, to take these four right, chords right. and then mix them up, but I use G, A, uh, D, and E minor or whatever. It's that, that exact chord progression each time. If I were the judge, I would have, I would have twirled my gavel like, you know, the drummers do when they're doing a drumming solo. Yes. I would have twirled it and yeah, bang this case dismissed. is adjourned dismissed yeah. yeah 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 court talk i would say guys this no uh court adjourned in the midst of uh ed sharon's testimony the trial is going to take today off they're returning on monday with ed back on the stand to undergo cross-examination now uh and by the way the lady the plaintiff in the case who passed out and was taken to the hospital, it seems that she's okay and she's feeling better. So there you go. Now, what do you want to do? I think what we'll do is this. We will take a break. We will do a slow jam. Donna, could you please stop dancing like that? It's distracting. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Elaine Bennis, everyone. Think Elaine Bennis, but less coordinated. we will do a slow jam, and then why don't we dig into the email? Do we have any funny emails, tweets oh, coming through? Oh, yeah, check. All right. We'll show the people. Love you. Long time. Bye. Hey, it's Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. Guess what? I'm on vacation today, and one of my favorite things about the MNFatLoss.com program is I reached out and said, hey, I'm going to Nashville. Um... I kind of don't feel like sticking to the diet while I'm in a foodie town like that. I got to eat my Nashville hot chicken and all that. I got to eat my meat and three. Uh, what should I do? And you know what they said? You go ahead. Take a couple days off. It's not going to kill you. Not all hope will be lost. You can get back on the plan when you're back. And I'm going to do that. I lost about 25 pounds between St. Patrick's Day and now. Uh, Like I said, I'm taking a little vacation. I might gain a pound back. But when I get back, I'm going back on the plan and I cannot wait to lose more weight. I'm doing it without prepackaged meals, counting calories, hypnosis, surgery, all that. You too could lose up to a pound a day like me. MNFatLoss.com. Results may vary. Because I can't take this pain 
Welcome back. Donna and Steve. On my talk 1071. Yeah, 1071. Some people like to say it like that. I don't think so. You do that? Okay. I understand so. we have a very special segment. Now, Rocco, Rocco's in Nashville and just plowing a bucket of Nashville hot chicken, like you just heard him say <laughs> in his uh, commercial. He did decide to leave behind. He was uncertain yesterday, but he, he left behind a slow jam. Now, slow jam, for those of you who don't know, if you're new to the show, Donna and I, we wax poetic for three hours a day, five days a week. And we, according to our own account of our work, hit nothing but home runs. I mean, one <laughs> destroyed segment after another. We're just absolutely dominating it. And so it's always to our shock that when slowed down and the microscope put upon us, in fact, we are total idiots. Uh, Mike, do you know anything about the nature of today's slow jam? I do. I'll give you a hint. Mm-hmm. My head is bobbling right, back and forth. He's bobbing oh, his head. It's about oh, it's Remember? I thought it was. A, I thought Night at the Roxbury when oh, you were no. doing that. What is love? Oh, this is about bobbleheads. <laughs> <laughs> we found out. <laughs> yes, but Donna has a collection, no. my friends, that we all just learned about this week, and I think we're about to learn about it all over again. This time at half the speed. That's right. We're going to slow things down for the lovers out there. This is the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. How about those bobbleheads? You know how many bobbleheads I have? You have a lot of bobbleheads? I have a lot of bobbleheads. What, 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 give me like an example of a bobblehead that you have. They're all Minnesota twins. Okay, so like what? Like a Kirby pocket bobblehead? I'm not sure I have a Kirby. That would probably be a good one to have. And I don't think they're all like in the box. Oh, it's in the box. Now do it with bobblehead. I probably have a Kent Herbeck, Herbeck, Herbert, Herbert. I'd like to buy a vowel, um, like a Jim Cat. I'm gonna just. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the Donna and Steve slow jam. Oh, I didn't even 
remember that conversation being weird. I didn't think so either. I thought we stayed really tight. <laughs> this, I'm not, this is not yeah, a bit. We did a real I tight we five pretty, minutes. Fo- <laughs> I thought we were pretty focused on just bobbleheads, like just exploring bobbleheads. Wow, that's shocking. Rocco literally walked in here yesterday and said, yeah, I don't think I have anything for slow jam. I'm like, they are halfway through this thing on bobbleheads. Uh, you've got something for slow jam. Uh, here he is, just of the day. Oh, oh my gosh, funny. Mike. That's funny. Wow. Herbert. Herbert. Well, I'd like to buy a vowel. That's funny. That's a funny Ken Herbeck oh, joke. Thanks, oh, Steve. My oh, my gosh. Anyway. What a journey. Oh, boy. Let's see here. Hey, what uh, do we have? What, what, what well, I had something that we there? didn't get to, and it was a tip earlier that I was really. Oh, yeah. Are you guys the type of people who, as soon as you wake up, you pick up your phone and start scrolling? I'm actually not. Good. Not not when I'm at home. When I'm here a little bit more, uh, when I'm at home, no, I, I, it, it wakes me up. It's my alarm clock. But then I get up, I go downstairs, coffee, open the laptop. That's great. Do you check the weather and all that? I don't. I usually do the visual check first, and then later in the day, I'm like... Later in the morning, I think. But what's it really like out there? I know it's sunny. Oh, it's 18? Okay, I'll wear a coat. (laughs) Well, I came across four tips that could help break the habit of just getting stuck in bed in the morning and mindlessly scrolling on your phone. Alarms. Let's talk alarms. Using your phone? I do. I do. Yep. Okay. Um, Well, if you use an alarm clock, it's funny because I have an alarm clock in my room. It's just not plugged in. I don't use it. Um, But that's one way. You'll be less tempted to start scrolling as soon as you wake up if you don't use your phone as your alarm. Number two. Bob. Keep your phone in another room. Completely other room at night. Or at least on the other side of the room. I do I do have to say that I, if I'm sleeping and it's like 3 o'clock in the morning and I hear a zzz, zzz, I'm like, I have to look. Mm-hmm. I have to look at it. Because do you just silence it before you go to bed? What you can do, Donna, is you can't. I, I don't, but like people, I don't get buzzed in the middle of the night. But what you can do is slide the screen down. Okay. And then hit that focus button. Focus and just hit do just hit. You could hit sleep. You can hit do not disturb. Okay, and then what uh, if you oh, have an emergency? Will a, an emergency contact get through? Yeah, usually it will. If somebody tries to call you or uh, reach out to you, text you, it'll say they have this turned on, and there is a way for them to break through. Stick your mother, yeah. Um. Oh wait, somebody's texting me about. Um... Ed Sheeran saying, isn't it weird that he's not at Target or Excel? He's at the stadium, right? Well, yeah, he's, he's at, at US, US Bank. Bank. Thank you. That's because of the people. You can fit more people that into That is US correct. Stadium. Thanks for bringing that up. Okay, another way to stop reaching for your phone as soon as you wake up, just start a different morning ritual. Something like making yourself a cup of coffee, Steve. Coffee. Writing in a journal. Stretching. Going outside or cracking open a good book. You've done all of those things. Yes. I'm very proud of you. Cup of coffee in the morning. And you could set up app restrictions for the early morning hours. If you're just not that confident in your own willpower, 
um, iPhones and Androids have settings that you can set to limit access to certain apps during designated times of the day. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. Hey, there's there are like giant munchkins in the kitchen right now. So do you mean the donuts? Yes. But big versions of the donut holes. Yes. I don't think it's politically correct to say munchkins anymore. Little donuts? <laughs> I was just messing with you to see if I could make you nervous. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> You're my best friend. You know, we called them, actually, and this might be um, politically incorrect, insensitive. In, in Back home at Mr. Donut, Mr. Donut in Pittsburgh, they were called smidgets. Oh, same thing, right? Not smidgens, smidgets. Yeah, it's kind of got the same vibe. Why did you call them that if that's not what they were called? No, they were called that. They were called smidgets. So I called them smidgets. <laughs> I didn't I didn't say, hey, I don't want to call the munchkins munchkins. Let's just call them a smidget okay, instead. Okay, I thought you were talking Duncan. No, oh, you know what? In a smidget, okay, okay. A smidget is, by definition, a little bit of something. A smidgen oh. is. No, but they say a smidget. Well, I that. just learned something new. And a, a midget is a person of extremely or exceptionally small stature mm. or something that is very small. So you could say the country was an economic midget compared to its extraordinarily rich neighbor. Okay. I'll for sure say a, that next time. you a money time. fight with your friend, yeah, or your neighbor, you could be like, listen up, Sue, you are a financial midget. And that's like saying that your neighbor's poor. Maybe don't engage in that conversation at all, actually. Now that I'm saying it out loud. I could use a smidget, though, right now. Did you eat one of the munchkins? I didn't. Alexis and I walked past it, and I said, hey, look, Lex, a giant munchkin, which is mm-hmm. like, what do you call that, an oxymoron? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How big is this giant munchkin? Can you bring it down next segment so I can look at it? It's because like the palm of your like hand. Is it the size of an orange? Yeah. Yeah. It's big. It's glazed. And uh, we were both looking at them and said, not going to do it. And I go, let's pretend we ate one. And we walked away and I went, I'm so full. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my word. Did they change their glaze? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. We got to go. This is like when people used to, who was it? Somebody used to like lick, just lick the food, just put oh. the food in their mouth and then like <laughs> spit it out. I used to do that. I also used to throw something in the garbage and to ensure that I wouldn't open up the lid and take it out later, I would throw cat litter on top of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, not everybody has the willpower of a god. (laughs) Wow. I'd like to be excused. Okay, yeah, I think this is a good time. All right, we're going to call Brian. We'll call Brian. Donna, go get put in your hand one of those big midgets. She's going to sh- uh, show me what a big midget looks like. Or a big, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. A big munchkin. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. A big munchkin. See, we've gotten confused in our donut hole language. Donna, You're canceled. I blame you. All right. I'm so sorry. I mean the big munchkin.
I'm going to leave. We'll probably come back. Bye. Cremation services, you know, it's kind of odd that I talk every day about uh, end-of-life stuff. It's not a subject everybody wants to hear about or talk about. But I'll tell you what, I'm glad that in my family uh, we have had those discussions. Both of my parents have told me uh, they would like a simple cremation. I think so many people these days uh, do want that. Then you can have a celebration of life that is more fitting uh, for them. You know, my mom's never wanted to have uh, a kind of a funeral home situation where everybody's kind of parading around looking at her. She wants a simple cremation and a nice dinner. Um, and she went in, she prepaid and pre-planned for it with Lisa at Crescent Tide. Uh, it's not just prepaying and pre-planning like my mom did. If you look at their Google reviews, you'll see that uh, the Crescent Tide team uh, comes through for people in that time of need, in that time of grief. They do so in a prompt, courteous, sympathetic manner, and they do it for uh, pretty much the best price around. Simple cremation start at just $800. My talk keyword, cremation. When the smoke clears, Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo, I'm getting all these texts. I'm getting emails. I can't believe Ed is going to be playing the State Theater. And by Ed, we mean Ed Sheeran. Oh, somebody said very, they worked this there. This is very rare for someone at his height of fame. He's not on the casino tour. He's on the stadium tour. Right. And the fact that he's... Now, Mike, can you remind us why yeah, he's so, doing this smaller venue tour? Yeah, it was announced earlier today that in addition to that massive massive stadium tour, the mathematics tour that he's going to be doing all across the country, he's going to make 14 stops at smaller venues at uh, different auditoriums and little theaters, just like the State Theater. And uh, again, only 14 different cities that's going to be happening in. Wow. Really cool that we got chosen. I'm so excited. Donna, you know, can I talk to you for a second? Or is this going to be like a pep talk? Yeah. I got All right. You love Ed Sheeran. You've loved them to an annoying level for the last seven plus years that I've known you. I love Ed. And I love Sue. (laughs) 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 What a balanced, approachable lady. Anyway, what you could do is go out and get soup beforehand. (laughs) And then if you just say... I'm going to spend X amount of dollars because I'm never going to see him in a small venue like this ever again. You'll remember the experience for the rest of your life. And again, just call your freaking Scrooge McDuck who handles all of your Bitcoin down the street and just say, look, I need you to send a thousand shekels my way because I'm going to buy on the black market tickets to see Ed Sheeran. Wonder how much they're going to be, though. Yeah, I know. You know what? You know what? Maybe actually, maybe they won't be as much because... At the State Theater, he's going to do a more stripped-down show because when he does his stadium tours, it, I've seen him set up that full, like, looping thing that he has. Oh, yeah. He's, he's stepping on stuff and creating the music. I wonder if this is going to be a different way to experience it. It is also going to be all from his new album, I believe, if I read it right. Okay. Maybe you can get in for under 1000 I. How about if for my birthday... Mm-mm. You guys chip in. I'm just saying. Did you guys ever call ham? You said chip in. Did you ever call ham deli meat chipped ham? No, but there's spiced ham. Yeah, this chipped has to <clears throat> has to do with how thinly you want it sliced. Oh my gosh. Are you going up the giant eagle? Get a pot of chipped ham. <laughs> Yeah, your uncle's coming over tonight. You know how he always eats me out of house and home. You know what? Make it two pounds of chipped ham. 
Oh my god. Chipped. It was like very, very, very thinly sliced so that it was like little chips, like ice chips, but of ham. Imagine if you went to your ice maker today in your refrigerator and instead of chipped ice, out came little sh- sh- ham shavings. Greatest day ever. <laughs> By the way, while we're talking about chipped ham and Ed Sheeran, uh, don't forget that the sum of it all begins streaming on May 3rd. Disney Plus. Am I right? Remind people what the sum of it all is. It's a documentary, and he goes deep in it. I think we played the trailer at one point, and um, we were like, yeah, this isn't just, you know, it's not a fluff piece. It goes deep. It talks about his wife and the difficulties that she has had um, health-wise. Um, he actually cries because his best friend passed away. Um, mm. Yeah, it just looks really good. Oh, by the way, um, this is the giant munchkin. Would you like to describe it? Oh, yeah. Could you hold it up a little bit closer to the camera, please? Okay. Um, are you sure it's a munchkin? Are you sure that there's not jelly inside of that? I'm just calling it a munchkin. Should I break it open? Yeah, I think there might be jelly inside of that. Nothing. What is it? It's just Nothing. a munchkin. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? It's a damn munchkin. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, she's right. It was just like a big munchkin. Yeah. Kind of the size of an orange. Yeah. Do you, do you know that in the cafeteria where we get our soup, if you ever purchase a banana or an apple, look next time, and I think it still does this. It absolutely used to do this up on the computer screen where it shows you everything that you bought so that you know what you're paying, a banana or an orange or an apple will come up as, and I quote, hand fruit. <laughs> <laughs> we have to use that. That's great. Yes. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just having some hand fruit. <laughs> do you uh, wanna... Hey, I got a quick little thing on. A... Do you want to call no, him? No, no, no. Call, call him. I'll do leftovers later. All right. Here we go. Harper. I am going to have a follow-up on the... Cheers, Brian. Hey! Hey! Nice of you to answer the phone. Here we go. Oh, Donna, Donna. Oh, hey, Brian. Not you. I'm talking to someone else. Okay. Um. Um. So, what's the soup today? uh, Soup, huh? I got uh, stuffed green pepper soup. What? Stuffed green pepper. You know how you used to make on the grill or whatever when you're growing up. Beef. Green peppers. I did Italian sausage and rice and a tomato chicken stock base. Wow, you are outdoing you yourself. Question. Yeah. Um, what are you making for dinner tonight? Like, do you already know what you're making for dinner at your house? Does uh, your we wife... plan it out pretty uh, good, but uh, three nights of the week I work at the restaurant, so that's that's on the wifey. Want, it, is that is tonight one of those nights? Yes, sir. Oh. Okay. Oh wow, that's a bummer. We just want to know what you eat for dinner at it's home. It's usually like, pretty uh, chicken and rice, you know. We do that quite a bit. That's good. Nothing fancy. I don't have time for that, you know? What, Steve? What? I just said, remember when he ran that half marathon? Remember that? That Yeah, I do. Hey, Brian. Nice. Yeah. I think we have a guest coming in next week. 
Okay. Um, on a Wednesday, I believe. Am I wrong, Steve? Oh, Steve looks shocked. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I just need to look at the calendar to make. Sure I was just that wondering if you right. wanted to make some bonus soup just for us. Remember, we were going to do the white tablecloths and all yeah. that. Um, we'll come down and see you, but. Um, sure, Wednesday a chilly day. You know that. Yeah, let's not. Let's yeah, not mail silly. it in with chili. Oh, how, okay. All right. Yeah, well, mailing it in. <laughs> Busiest day of the week, too, just so you guys know. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. All right, we'll keep you posted on the soup thing, on the yeah, guest. Let me know. I don't care. All right. All right. You're All our right. best friend. Steve's right. a little quiet today. He's in Burbank. I'm looking up the calendar now. I'm like, what's going on? In May, when, what day is this happening? May 3rd, right? Yeah. It's probably in yeah, New York right, or something. Sweet. Yeah, right. I'll be there. All right, bye, Brian. Bye. Have a good weekend. All right, that was awkward. Why'd you make it awkward? I was, um, you know. Okay, you're taking too long. I don't know. All right, I, I have a follow-up on the munchkin. It okay, tastes we don't have much time. more like a zeppeli. Do you guys know what a zeppeli is? I don't. Nope. Steve. Donna, what? I'm me. I'm a person. We had these at the state talking, fair for a while. So state, um, usually you, it's like a ball of dough. You put in, you know, you cook it in oil, take it out, put it in a bag of brown bag of powdered sugar, shake it up. Oh. You have a Zeppeli. Oh, Highly man. recommend. That sounds good. Yeah. Gosh, I love donuts. I love donuts. I love donuts more than cake. I didn't know that about you. All right, this has been an awkward segment, and we apologize to the three of you who were left listening. We we got to know each other. Oh, country road. Yeah, it's our sing along. But we can't sing along because you're on a delay. You want to try? Let's see how far off you are. I'll be back in studio on Monday. All right. All right. Take me home. Oh, boy. All right. Forget it. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. All right. I got to go. All right. No, I got to go.